You're listening to AM 1080 and FM 95.1 KYMN Radio in Northfield, Minnesota. My name is Rich Larson, and we are sitting with Christy Purcell, the DFL-endorsed candidate for uh, House seat. House seat 58A. You got it. I have to think about this now because it's no longer 20B. That's right. Right. It's a whole Erase new... that from your memory. <laughs> You're right. 58A. Christy Purcell, uh, tell our listeners a little bit just about yourself. Who are you? Sure. Well, I'm Christy Purcell. I am a first-time candidate for anything, and I'm running for the Minnesota House of Representatives to represent Northfield, Dundas, Lonsdale, the north half of New Prague, and our... Um, Oh, so important rural spaces and townships in between. I am currently executive director of Clean River Partners. Now, if that name doesn't ring a bell, it's because we were called Cannon River Watershed Partnership for 31 years. (laughs) And a year ago, we changed our name. So um, I've been with that organization almost eight years. I've been executive director for about five and a half. So that's... um, where you'll find me during the day trying to keep our rivers and streams and lakes clean. Excellent. Excellent. You, uh, you, you have a family? I do. Yes. My spouse, uh, Michael, and then I have two elementary age children, okay. fourth grader, second grader, and I have a golden doodle named Ginger. Nice. Christy, why do you want to be the house representative? Well, I thought long and hard about this before making this decision because um, I have learned so much in my role at Clean River Partners. Um, I have an environmental background Mm -hmm. and a lot of times the narrative that gets told is that environmentalists and farmers specifically, like we, we don't get along, we have opposite goals. And working in this area and at this nonprofit has given me such a beautiful insight into uh, all the ways that narrative is false. Oh, really? And I have gotten to work with some true farmer leaders who are on the front lines, spending money out of their own pocket, finding their own resources to do right for future generations who um, you know, need healthy soil to farm on. It also happens to uh, benefit clean water and mitigate climate change. So it's been a wonderful lesson for me to learn over the last eight and a half years, eight years or so, um, to learn from my rural neighbors and learn from the farmers the ways that um, it's not just this urban-rural divide. It's not just environmentalists versus farmers that I think um, we all want the same things. We all want a livable planet and future for next generations. We all need and want clean water, clean air, um, as well as you know keeping our our small towns and communities vibrant. And that means keeping our rural neighbors on the land so that we can continue to have our schools and our um, hospitals and clinics. And we want to keep those family farmers on the land because they sure as heck are better stewards of the land than a Bill Gates or a, you know, a a landowner far away just doing it for the investment. And Mm -hmm. so I've learned a ton um, from, from some of my farming neighbors. And I think we've had some real wins in the Cannon watershed that I would love to scale up and bring, bring those wins and get some more, uh, more more funding behind making sure that those people who are doing that feel supported, feel seen, and we can do that uh, for the whole state. 
Minnesota is a farming state. Yes. And um, I think I think there's uh, more that we have in common than right. we right. we don't. Okay. So let me ask you. Um, Climate change obviously is mm-hmm. probably the uh, it's an assumption that 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 issue might be the closest thing to your heart. Definitely one of them. Yeah, it's pretty existential. Well, I, it, it's a big deal. Yeah. What else? What 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 else are you concerned about? What are, what are your concerns? Um. Well, I think as a uh, as an environmentalist, I see how everything is connected. So, um, you know, the environment the climate, water, all of those things is intricately connected with our communities. So um, schools, making sure that we have, um, we're fully funding our teachers and our education professionals who have been through a lot the last couple of years. I mean, we all have, um, but they've really, you know, stepped up for our kids. So making sure that we are fully funding public school. My kids both go to public school. My parents are now both retired public school teachers. Um, so that's kind of in my blood. Uh, and, you know, I'm the product of public school in Minnesota. And I think that is something that we um, should be really proud of. And I I think there's a, there's some places along the way where we've let, we've let slip and people don't feel supported. So... Um, our schools, the environment, healthcare, mm. and I think the real tipping point for me. Um, I really love democracy, and I know there's a lot of folks feeling really frustrated, like, "Oh my gosh, my my vote doesn't matter," or, you know, what's what's changed, or, um, and I, I just really believe in the power of the people, and I want the people to choose the those in power, and. That is really important to me. And so making sure that we continue to live in a thriving democracy and after sort of the events of January 6th, 2020 was, shook me to my core. And scary. absolutely made me just go, wow, I need to be stepping up more. Excellent. Yeah. All right, all right. Um, you're gonna be a member of uh, a body, should you be elected, um, that did not agree enough to get almost anything done mm-hmm. last year. If we put Christy Purcell in the legislature, um, how are you going to work to change that? My hope, should I be so fortunate to be elected to this position, um, I hope that I can bring a rural perspective to the Democratic Farm and Labor Party in a time where a lot of the people who identify with the F most strongly, not with the D, or not with the L, trying to um, bring some of those folks along in a way where they have felt left behind. Mm-hmm. I talked to a, a lot of independent voters who feel like they maybe don't have a home in either of our main political parties anymore. So my hope is that to be a rural Democrat with the experience I have working with farmers of all sizes, I'm hoping that that's a voice that within my party, they can listen to the experience that I have to hopefully be better, um, to better represent, mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. the metro area. Right. And at the same time, I hope that 
I'm able to connect with people outside of my party Mm -hmm. to say, like, I do have relationships in rural places and I have learned a lot. You know, it's not it's not just one person who's going to decide the things. So we all need to be working together. That's how we get the wins. So I um, in my role at Clean River Partners, we work with folks of every possible political persuasion because we have this thing in common. Mm -hmm. We have this goal in common. And I would hope that when people get elected, their goal is to do their jobs. Um, It was very disappointing at the end of last session that almost $9 billion of our money um, didn't come back to us in almost any way, shape, or form. So for me, it feels like do your job or don't don't have that be your job if you can't do it. And it it is a group effort. Um, But I'm hoping that I can sort of um, find ways to connect with folks and push them a little in my party and outside of the party. And that $9 billion is still sitting there. I don't know where it is, but I would like to know. <laughs> it's not being put to work for us, that's and, for sure. And if, if you believe uh, some of the reports that just came out the other day, it might be more than that now, too. Oh, my goodness. We might have a, 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 an even larger surplus to deal with. And you, you'll be stepping in on a, uh, a budget year. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you like to see done with the surplus? Well, so I have some experience making budgets. I had to learn budgeting uh, for nonprofit. I had to, uh, I've been on the Northfield School District Finance Advisory Committee. So I've um, gotten to see how school districts have to budget, which is just wildly complicated. The state has a lot to do with crazy. how that yeah. they bring in money or don't. And um, so I, I certainly um, want to study the issue and want to learn all there is to learn. And I think our infrastructure needs, our schools, um, supporting our farmers who are on the front lines of climate change, like that money can go so much further if we are actually investing it in the communities. And the reason why we have that surplus is because these corporations did better than ever. And yes, they should pay their fair share. There is enough for people. It really gets my goat when we talk about, oh, there's not enough money to fund our schools. Oh, there's not enough money to do this or that. Is like, no, your budget is a reflection of your values. That is what I have learned at the nonprofit. I am providing health care to my employees, which is a huge burden that shouldn't be on small businesses, in my opinion. Um, but we provide that because that's important to us. That's our values to take care of people. And if we are not spending our money on repairing our roads and bridges, on supporting farmers who are trying to keep the topsoil here so that we can have, you know, another generation of farmers not sending that soil to Lake Pepin in the Gulf of Mexico, um, we need to be investing that money. And there is enough. There is enough there. And um, I'm willing to go to bat for what I think benefits the most Minnesotans. Christy Purcell, candidate for House District 58A. Christy Purcell, thanks for your time. Thanks so much, Rich.